This episode is rated E for Eternal Storage Partition, because these games aren't going anywhere. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the E3M Gaming Podcast, where we get together every week and we talk about the past, present, and future of video games and we have hit episode 34. Yes, we are recording episode 34 for you guys. We have uh, surpassed the halfway mark of a full year of recording. And yeah, we are going strong. I hope you guys have been enjoying these, ep- these episodes. We'd love to hear your feedback in our group. So thank you for all that are um, interactive in the group and on the Discord channel. Uh, but tonight I am joined by my two fellow gamers, Seth and Aaron. Uh, we are going to pig- piggyback on last week's topic a little bit and add some a different side of that tonight. Um, but before we get into that, uh, Seth, how's your week been? What have you been playing? Man, my week's been going good. Um, with the season of Warzone wrapping up, I found that I was only like level 30 in the battle pass, which if you play Warzone, you know that's like 10 minutes of Aaron's normal playtime. But <laughs> the uh, yeah, I found that I was at 30, so I've been trying to catch up a little bit on that. So I made it to like a whopping 54 so still didn't get a chance to play too much, but definitely been playing that and definitely uh, been looking at some other games to play, uh, especially with the new Diablo uh, early access coming out in the next week or so. I'm, I'm really considering jumping into that pretty hard. Yeah, I saw uh, somebody in our group mention that and there was a good amount of comments underneath. I know I've never played Diablo before, but I know you guys have loved it. And uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a game that at least in our Ethereum gaming community, that a good amount of people are going to probably be picking up and playing. I'm excited to uh, check it out. I don't know if I'll get it or not, but I'm definitely excited to watch some of you guys play and, and hear your feedback on it. It might be something I pick up down the line since my Call of Duty playing has, uh, lo and behold, hit a standstill. I have not. I played Call of Duty once this week, and that was for a community night that we had planned, which Seth actually got to join in on, and yeah. some of his Mando bros. Uh, but yeah, no, Call of Duty for me, I've uh, put that on the back burner just because of the hackers and everything. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm glad that you got to get some gaming in. You have about less than 48 hours to finish that battle pass, Seth, if you think you can do it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And I'm not paying the COD points to finish it out. So uh, we'll <laughs> uh, we'll end up wherever we end up. Nice. Aaron, how's your week been? And what have you been playing, man? My week's going good. I know I keep saying I've been really busy with work, but... Um... I have played a whole lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. Okay. This, this game has started. Diving in. It. Man, it's it's getting me. But I know I've, you've texted us a couple, of, or you texted Seth in our group a couple of questions about it. So I did. I did. So, yeah, I've been playing in my traditional fashion. So it involves going around and collecting the best gun that I possibly can get, um, getting the best horse that I can possibly get, and also getting as much money as possible. I think we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes here that I absolutely love just getting as rich in the video games as I possibly can. I did text Seth. You didn't answer me this. I got like $10,000 in the game. I did answer that. Did you? Okay. I didn't see it. Yes. (laughs) Uh, You know, $10,000 is a lot in the game, but it doesn't take long if you start upgrading guns and such to waste that. Mm. Um, So, you know, you get aggravated at first because like you'll kill somebody and you'll scavenge 17 cents off of them or 12 cents and so it's really aggravating uh when you're trying to to get cash but uh yeah you can you can amass a great amount of cash but it doesn't take long 
to spend that. So yeah, I'm only like thirty percent of the way into the story. I got nice. I just got to like the Rhodes Town, phenomenal or whatever it is. So yeah, and I got I'm so proud. Thank you. I got my white horse. Nice. The, the legendary white horse, and then I got a whole bunch of money. So I think I'm sitting pretty good. I'm Are you going to be able to platinum I'm just this? Enjoying game? myself at this point. I don't know. I actually have not looked at the uh, the trophy list one yet. Oh, so weird! I'm I'll, surprised you haven't. Yeah, I like to like kind of immerse myself in some first, and if I see myself popping a bunch of trophies, then I'll really look at it. If not, then I'll play through the whole game and then I'll look at the trophy. Nice. But like some some games, like the ones I play with the RPGs, as you continue to beat bosses, you get a trophy for every single boss. So as you're popping all of those. Then I realized, man, I popped like 30 trophies in the last two days, so I must be pretty far <laughs> along. And then that's how I end up platinum it. Nice. Okay. Red Dead, I have not gotten too many trophies yet, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't remember how many trophies I got from my time playing, which obviously was not as much as you probably now and Seth. I mean, I did beat the game, so I guess I did play a little bit more than you, Aaron. But I just don't remember how far I got. But uh, speaking of hoarding money, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves lately. Uh, because I haven't been playing Destiny that much. And I actually played with one of my... One, you got uh, Seth knows her, Vanessa, uh, Unequal Mass. Uh, she's a friend of mine that I've been uh, gaming with for a long time. She's one of my Destiny buddies, but she joined us the other night. And I was... Uh, we were taking two of our streaming... Two of my streaming buddies through. Because uh, they have never played the game before. And they got to see a thieves. So we were taking them through some missions and you know showing them the ropes, so to speak. And I, at the end of the night, I was like, man... I feel great. I got 650,000 gold. Um, and in that game, like gold is you, you just purchase cosmetics. There's no better weapons. There's no, um, you know, anything like that, that you can upgrade. You just get cosmetics so you can get better skins or cool skins or whatever you want. And I was like, man, I feel great. I was like, I have everything I want. I was like, I don't know what I should spend this gold on. And then Vanessa says, Oh, you only have 650,000. I have 1.2 million. And I, I was like, oh, man, well, I don't feel as great anymore with all this gold that I thought I had when you have so much more than me. So, uh, but yeah, Sea of Thieves has been a lot of fun. And uh, I got into the Back for Blood beta, um, which I didn't stream any of it um, just because of some other streaming uh, setups I had going on with other people. But uh, I played a lot of Back for Blood uh, beta and it's still on for another week. So I might get to stream some of it um, this coming week. But. I got to play a bunch of that, and I mean, if you played Left 4 Dead um, and you enjoyed Left 4 Dead, this game is—I don't want to—I don't want to knock the game at all because I love it. It's really fun, but it is the exact same gameplay and everything you'd expect from Left 4 Dead One or Two. There's no difference; everything's the same, and it's a lot of like I said, it's a lot of fun. But I don't know if it's worth—I don't know if I'd buy it now that I've played the beta. Is where I'm at. So. Hmm. Um, it's definitely fun. It's definitely good. But the thing is, besides the graphics being a lot better, the gameplay is all the same. So it's definitely enjoyable. I don't know if it's a purchasable on day one type of game that I was hoping was going to be. I know a lot of my friends are still going to get it, so I might end up getting it. But as of right now, after playing the beta, it's definitely not a buy on day one. Do you think it's going to be a lot more fun when we have like four of us playing together? We all get into one group. I mean, yeah. So I haven't played with anybody. I played with uh, just randoms that have been in the uh, in the in the search engine lobbies or whatever. And I haven't had any. You know, nobody's been toxic or anything like that. It's all been pretty cool people that have enjoyed you know playing the game and helping each other out and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, it's fun. Yeah, I I definitely would enjoy playing with with 
real life friends or, you know, online friends that people that I know that I can talk to during the game and hear them scream and all this kind of stuff when things go, go wrong. Cause one thing about this game and with the other games, um, the hordes, the hordes are the most fun. Like when you get hoarded or you set off an alarm and you get massive amounts of zombies coming at you, that's some of the most fun in the game. And, um, in the beta, it, the hordes are, are pretty cool. So there def there is some new big zombies, some new bad guys. They have the regular boomer, the tank, um, the little guy that spits at you or whatever. I forget. I don't remember that, that one's name, but they have, so they have a lot of the same, uh, zombies that have been in the other ones, but it's, yeah, it's definitely fun. I think it would be, it's definitely, it would definitely be a good party game. I feel like if you, you know, a nice land game that you could play with other people. So like I said, I don't know if I'll buy it on day one just because it's, to me, it's the exact same as I've already, already played just in 2021, you know, but it's definitely, it's definitely fun. It's definitely enjoyable. So we'll see, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Nice. Yeah. But I'm glad you guys have had a good week. I'm glad uh, you guys are enjoying your games. Um, but yeah, that'll bring us to the news now. And as we like to share every week is the news for, for the last week uh, that has come out to keep you guys updated on, on what's going on in the gaming world from things that we find and things that we've heard. Uh, Aaron, I'll let you start off with the news. Um, if you want to give off the, the, the piece that you put on. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to jump down my news list a little bit, and I will jump into the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer that just released. So about three days ago, we got the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. I talked about this game a couple times. We've all talked about it. I'm excited about it. I know you guys are a little indifferent and waiting to see what happens with it, but getting oh, I pre-ordered see... this game. What you talking about? I, oh, I, already, well then, I yeah. thought I already shared that. Yeah, I pre-ordered this oh, game yeah, already. You know, you know what? You did say that. You did say that, so... I'm excited. I'm excited. So, but we got to see the new baddie in the game and get to see like a little bit of flirting between her and Drax, which was kind of interesting, but (laughs) I I think that it actually looks pretty cool. Um, They did allude. If you watch the trailer, I actually just posted it on our Facebook group. I posted the trailer on the Facebook group. Um, Okay. Then, so I won't say a comment that she makes. I'll let you watch it yourself and tell me what you think about it, but no, I'm excited for it. It's giving me more hype. I love these trailers coming out. Gets us a good look at everything to come. So, but yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm ready to play this game. We don't have too much longer to wait either. No, yeah, it comes out next month or October. I forget. October, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited for it too. I can't wait. Um, no, we're about to have I, a busy I'm, fall. Oh yeah, like we talked about last week or the week before. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, I know uh, Seth has some. Um, Elder Scrolls somewhat news that he might want to share? Yeah, so uh, the a group of developers from the other Elder Scrolls games actually that have since left Bethesda uh, are actually developing a new RPG. Uh, so we don't know a whole lot about it, but uh, it is going to be called The Wayward Realms and is a fantasy RPG that includes trolls, goblins, and mystical creatures so it's that, that kind of feel of it. But, you know, we know it's from the developers of previous Elder Scrolls games. So I am very hopeful for it. And the fact that we just got the announcement that the next Elder Scrolls won't be released until after Fable tells us it's going to be a very, 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 <laughs> very, very, very long time until we get to play the next Elder Scrolls games. I'll probably be buying it for my grandson by the time it comes out. So in the meanwhile, your son's we will gonna have be the buying Wayward it for Realms. you. Your yeah. son's going to be buying the game for you at that point. 
I wouldn't doubt. No, it. he'll just be like, "Dad, this is what I want for my birthday." Elder Scrolls Six. Never just, heard of it before, but I want it. And everyone at school s- is talking about this game. I don't know why. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna tell my grandson to stream it so that I can watch it in my hologram. You know? There you go. So, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, we do at least have a filler that uh, you know sounds interesting. You know, it's kind of good when you see these developers come together and create something new. Oh yeah, definitely. I and especially when it's a team that came from such a respected developer like Bethesda. So hopefully they're going to be putting out a game that is of equal quality. In my opinion, you know, they hopefully know the ropes of what they're building from their experience with Bethesda. So hopefully they can bring something to the table. That's, you know, maybe not equivalent, but just as awesome, you know? Absolutely. Um, but the last piece of news that I'll share is, um, something that a lot of you might've already seen, but Waze, which is a navigational app, they have partnered with Microsoft and Xbox, specifically Halo. And if you run the Waze app, you can have your vehicle on the app be a warthog from the Halo games or um, and or have Master Chief himself guide you um, in his voice in the Waze app. So, you know, if you're if you're driving around the Halo ring of your town and you want to hear Master Chief uh, guide you to your grocery store um, adventure, you can uh, listen to him. On the Waze app, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I'm a tad nervous about using an app like that that has a cool aspect like that because it kind of makes me nervous about being on my phone while I'm driving just because I want to see what's going on. So, yeah, I don't know. I the safety aspect of that, I don't know how that would be. I think I think it's a cool that's a cool upgrade they put on there for sure. But how many more people are looking at their phone now? Because especially like video game nerds. I hope oh, it's wow. just gonna be like an audio piece and not anything visual on your phone. Well, the car, your actual car that, so when you're driving on Waze, they give you a car emoji or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. avatar. Um, does it turn into a warthog? It does turn into a warthog, yes. Oh it God. is an actual warthog <laughs> on the app. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that... Uh, I think I did have that, it at there. one point where my car was an X-Wing. Okay, that's cool. Was that Waze as well? It may have been. Hey, well, hey, a while ago. I guess, you know, these these navigational apps got to get innovative in some kind of way. And that's a cool way to do it if you can partner with somebody. But uh, yeah, that uh, wraps up the news. There's one other piece, um, which, you know, a lot of we talk about a lot. So we'll share it. the new Warzone update as of the time of this recording will be released already. Um, with us doing the recording now, it comes out in about two days. But uh, yeah, so season season uh, five of Warzone will be out soon. So if you guys are enjoying Warzone still, there's that available uh, to you guys in a couple days. Such a hater, man. Just because these developers don't know how to make a good game like the Elder Scrolls developers don't mean you should hate all the game so much. No, the problem is they made a great game. Call of Duty Warzone is hands down the best battle royale that is out there. But the problem is they're not willing to spend the money. Dude, you can go to Anti-Cheat, which is just the basic anti-cheat that everyone uses. Dude, it's in Fall Guys. It's in Among Us. There's tons of games now that are using this basic... It's, I think it's just anti-cheat.com. And that is protecting these games. Um, you know... Ooh, okay, so that Hero Legends game. Sorry to interrupt you. I do remember I talked about it the other week, and I said that I was having issues because I couldn't get into lobbies with people. I finally got into lobbies. And this is oh, a fun nice. game. No, I am enjoying this one. So, I saw Dark, Darkness429, a streamer on Facebook. He was uh, he played this game a couple days ago. Yeah, I like it because it's not... So 
I think I get frustrated because when I'm playing Call of Duty with you guys, I just die so quickly and it doesn't happen in this game. I'm very good at the RPG style and the melee combat, so I can take out everybody. The only time nice, I've dude. died is when an entire team gains up on me by themselves. So you go, you can go in with a group of three, so it's you and two other people. And the one time that I didn't make it all the way was when my two teammates died before I got the chance to save them. And then the whole group nice. killed me by together. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm I'm glad that you're you have you're getting more into the battle royale genre, which I think is probably one of the most popular genres that are out there right now. I'm glad you're you found one that you can enjoy and this is what it takes. This is what it takes to get me into it, and I mean it does. It's like a um not it's a melee combat. Excuse me, it's a melee combat game. So, like I said, you don't die instantly. It does take a good minute if it's one against one for the fight to go all the way through because you can block, you can heal yourself, you can run away. Nice. Well, speaking of stealing stuff from Among Us, uh, did you see the new double agent mode that's coming to Black Ops Cold War? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do tell. Yeah, that looks pretty freaking awesome. So it's like Search and Destroy where you go and set a bomb, but you have an investigator who is trying to discover the double agents, and you can be a double agent on the team and kill your own teammates and such. So it's very much like Among Us, but like mixed with Search and Destroy. I am very interested to see what it's going to be like. It looks like it'll be a lot of fun. I'll play this yeah, one. Yeah, that did look pretty good. And Zombies is always good, too. Like, I'm talking about Warzone itself. I mean, the Cold War aspect of the of the Battle Pass, that stuff always has been enjoyable to a lot of people and been pretty good if you are a fan of Zombies or if you're a fan of just multiplayer in general. Which, if that's what you like, get the Battle Pass and play it. But if you're like me and Warzone's been the main game you've played for the majority of the last year... You know, the the only way I see it, and I hate to say it like this, but if Activision isn't going to do anything about the hackers or the cheaters and they're just going to let their game wither away because that's what's happening. Once Battlefield and Halo and other games like this, Splitgate now, which is a beta that's out, which is only multiplayer, but it's huge right now. People are loving it. If they're not willing to take the time to add in a simple anti-cheat where you can just buy this anti-cheat that everyone else is using, put it in your game. I don't know why they won't even do that, you know. They, they're just showing that they don't care. So I figure I'll just let Call of Duty know by not buying the Battle Pass and not giving them a little bit of money. I know my $9 is not going to hurt them, but if enough people didn't buy the Battle Pass, which I would love to see, you know, if the gaming community rose up, so to speak, and took a stand and didn't buy the Battle Pass and hurt Activision in their wallets, where that's obviously the only thing they care about, we might see some positive change, but... Unless that happens, it's, you know, we're not going to get anything different. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> oh, it's that'll bring us to... Yeah, no, I mean, that'll bring us to tonight's topic, which Warzone will not be one of my choices anymore. Um, I think it could have been, but maybe not. Um, but tonight we are going to... If you remember last week, if you listened to last week's episode, we talked about the games that are one and dones. You play it. And you have no desire to go back and play it again. Um, or it's just a game that is just unplayable again. You know, they don't give you very many options for replay value. And that's what we talked about, our personal choices on that. Tonight, we're going to flip that a 180. And we're going to talk about the games that we love the most that we will play any day of the week. We'll replay the game. We'll start from the beginning, play it through again. We'll, you know, do whatever we need to do to have more fun in the games that we love and enjoy. And... Uh, we're going to, that's what we're, yeah, that's tonight's topic. So 
you know, get up, get up in the uh, Facebook group. Let us know what games you play all the time. You know, you've heard us talk about a lot of different games over the courses of these podcasts. And you know that, you know, Seth and I love a good fallout. We love a good call of duty. We love, you know, I love halo, things like that. But what, what game out there, you know, or what two games out there are a game that you just will never put down that you will always go to. If you got nothing else to play and, um, it's a rainy day and, you know, none of your boys are on, so you can go squat up in a war zone or anything like that. What game are you turning on when, you know, you got nothing else to play or you just want to remember your favorite game? That's what we want to talk about. So, uh, Aaron, I'll let you start it off. What's your, uh, what's your first game on this list that for you, you always will go back to and it's, you know, it's a never, never removed from the system type of, type of game. So I got a couple games on here that, I know I could just pick up and replay any day and I'm trying to figure out what order I want to go in here, but I'll start off with this one and that's borderlands. So okay, I think that nice. I think Seth may oh. agree with me on this one. <clears throat> there went one of mine. Oh, okay, good, good. You know what? Well, I'm Seth gonna... and Aaron borderlands. Okay. <laughs> so I was, I was about to say yes. Last week we didn't have any games that overlapped with each other, but nope, this is a good one then. So borderlands because, and we can both talk about this. This is great. So, you have the option, every single one of them, of picking between four different characters who handle extremely different than each other. And they also kind of bring their personality into it. And then also just talking to Claptrap is hilarious in its own self, no matter which game that you're playing. So the stories are always fun. The only thing is that the intro to the game always takes a bit of time. So if you can get through like that 10-minute intro, then then you're golden. But... No, I think that being able to go through and have almost a different experience for it. And I was going to say I was going to throw in um, Cyberpunk. But as I thought about it, after that initial bit of the beginning of the game, it's really the same game every time. But it's not the same case with Borderlands. I think the personality of the different characters kind of lends to it differently. Now your stories are still going to be the same. The bosses are going to still be the same, but there are thousands of different weapons that you can find because there's a variation to each weapon. It it seems like they're almost infinite. I know it's not, but it seems like they are. So your build is never going to be the same. There's so much that you can do to kind of skill up your tree, and there's just a ridiculous amount. You're never going to have the same character each time unless you really want it to. So unlike your main points, uh, much as I alluded to last week, Every time I play a game, even if I try to go with a different build, I always end up with the same builds. And in Borderlands, that's playing as Roland or playing as Axton. It's it's gonna happen every time. That's just my style. It's you know, you give me that gunner, <laughs> give me that turret gunner, give me that assault rifle, uh, give me that uh, mobility and long rangeness of of the gunner. That's why I'm gonna play. You know, Borderlands to me though, the reason that it is so replayable is because every fight while you may still have the same general bosses and such, every fight has a different possible outcome. So you get different loot every time. So the, the loot shooter aspect of this game is what keeps me coming back because you can always keep grinding for better weapons. You can always keep grinding for those legendaries. That's and true. So, Even with the bosses, yeah. they don't drop the same loot. Right. And so like I have a save file on my Borderlands 2 file that's right before you fight that final boss. So that I can go back and replay that multiple times until I get the loots I want, you know. So, uh, you know, that's what keeps me coming back to Borderlands is just the the loot drops and the unpredictability of some of the gameplay. 
It's interesting. Yeah, that I you was... always go back to the same one though, because I it literally for me is just however the mood strikes me. I could be two or three hours into the game plus and just decide, you know what? I'm not I'm not really feeling the uh assault rifle character right now. I want to go back to uh to playing with my sword and running around and being the fast character, or I want to go to the tank and then I'll just change my character from the very beginning and play through with that. But I normally will have at least the four different versions, one for each character at all times. That way, depending on how I feel like playing the game that day, I can have my choice for them. Now, Borderlands for me was not on the list, mostly because I didn't think about it. But I would definitely agree with you guys that this is definitely a game that you can go back and play multiple times. And I'm I'm more like Seth. I, I stuck with Roland or... Who's the girl that had the bird? I forget her name now. Well, call her you know the, the bird? Hawk in the third game. Yeah. About Lilith? Oh, Lilith. Yeah, Lilith. Lilith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always used her or Roland. I, lo- I love the aspect of that hawk or whatever taking people out. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, no, I played this game a ton. I did the same thing that Seth did. I had multiple saves over the course of the different bosses just because... You know, if you do a little Google search, you'll know that the possibilities of getting certain certain weapons on this boss are available. So, I, yeah, I'd do the same thing. Try to get the different weapons. And, you know, Borderland, the Borderlands 1 to 2, I mean, I, I don't remember the actual number, but I remember reading something that the number of weapons and weapon variants from Borderlands 1 to Borderlands uh, 2 almost, like, tripled or something like that. Um, so, I mean, that aspect alone and, you know, trying out the different the different weapons and what you like the most. It, it, and you can build your character in different ways. I, I'm not typically one that builds the same every time, even though I play as the same character. I would do different uh, aspects on the on the tree. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely a game that I enjoy and would still go back and play too. You know, and that's... When I was coming up with these games uh, that are on my list, you know, part of what I thought about this was games that I would like you said before, that I would replay if the boys weren't on. Uh, Borderlands is one of those games that's great to go back and play by yourself or with a squad. Like, I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter either way, but it is a great multiplayer game, great squad loot shooter, but it's also just a great time by yourself because of not knowing what Claptrap's going to say or, you know, the different <laughs> comic uh, events throughout it. You know, so that's to me what makes Borderlands so great is the unpredictability of it. And the fact that it could be a great multiplayer or a great single player game. I said it before, Kevin Hart should have been claptrap in the movie coming up. Shoot, that movie might make you not want to play the game anymore just because I'm I'm not <laughs> super fond of all the casting alone. But uh I digress from that. I'm not gonna one day we'll do an episode of movie video games. I think that'd be or video game movies. That would be a great episode, I think. I know uh Aaron needs to watch a few that I have seen that he has not. I do. <laughs> but uh, since you guys kind of both knocked one off your list, I'll go ahead and give you mine. I'll keep it along the same genre of the looter shooter, uh, Destiny, Destiny 2. I mean, you guys uh, have talked about it a lot on this podcast, but I've played that game since since release. I've, I'm back to playing it more fre- frequently now, and that's a game that you – it's same thing as Borderlands. You can go in with, with your squad of three, or you can play by yourself, and there's tons of activities you can do between raids and strikes and um they have a gambit mode which is a it's kind of like uh pvp and pve put together where you have to kill um you have to kill your aliens or your you know whatever creatures are on the map 
and collect their, they drop a, like a, a, a moat is what it's called, a token, basically. You got to dunk them onto a bank. And once you hit the certain level of the bank, I think it's 80, um, they'll drop a boss and you got to kill that boss. But at the same time, you're doing that against another team and you can infiltrate the other team or they can infiltrate you and try to kill you um, and vice versa. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and there's also just regular old uh, Crucible, which is the PvP uh, matchmaking. And I mean, that's a game that, like I said, I played every day for almost three years. And now I'm back to playing off often. Uh, you can do strikes over and over again. And you the, the loot is not guaranteed um, what you're going to get every time. So you can get different roles. Every gun has multiple different perk options that you can get. Um, same for the armor and... The same thing as Borderlands, there's certain strikes and certain missions that will have um, chances of exotic drops and legendary drops and things like that. And you can just keep on rerunning those until you get what you want. And that's, I mean, that's the cool thing about this game. It, it, every, every strike or raid or mission, while it's essentially the same storyline, it, it changes every time just because of the loot that you could possibly get to make yourself stronger. And that's why I, I, I go back to that, you know, often and it's been the game that i've played so so much and they've already said that destiny 3 is not going to be a game they're making that destiny 2 is now going to become their serviceable game so there's going to be a lot more dlc and upgrades and updates that are coming out for this game in the in the next few years uh we have this season ends in two weeks and then we'll have the fourth season of the year which will wrap up the rest of the year and then we'll get season of the witch which we've talked about um a little bit on the podcast. That's a DLC that's coming out. There's not a release date for that yet, but that's the ne- new, uh, the new, I guess, next year of Destiny. So there's a lot of good stuff to look forward to in this game. That it, and now that it's free, which I've said before, a lot of people could get into it, and you know, you can start playing with your friends. And when the in two weeks, when the new season drops, it will be cross-platform, so anyone can play on any system and P- and PC. So um, they are even updating that aspect. So your friends that are on Xbox, PlayStation, or PC, you all can get together now and play this. Very nice. Now, this one, you'll go back and play with your character. Would you ever go back and replay it from the very beginning? Um, so the game has been out for so long, so replaying it from the very beginning is honestly not an option anymore. So they've sunset <laughs> a bunch of stuff from season one and two, and what that means is it's basically been vaulted, and you can't get into it. Um... So when you when you load up the game now, if you get the free version or if you buy it, um, you'll load up with the current season and you'll have the last season available as well and some of the stuff from the season before. So um, there, the, like the Taken King and the Red Army War, those those ones are gone, but you still have Forsaken. You still have um, what was the Moon called? I forget what the Moon might have been Forsaken. There's two DLCs that are out currently, and then the current one that's on now. So. Um, they're not going to sunset anything for a little bit, so you'll still have four past seasons that you can go in if you buy it when the new stuff comes out in 2022. Um, but the cool thing about the free version is you'll have that original stuff that you can do, that well, the most recent original stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, you can starting a new character and going back from the beginning is not really beneficial in this game. Gotcha. Mostly because the missions aren't available, but they also... <coughs> Excuse me. Your characters will also kind of level up together. So depending on when you join the game and buy it or do the free version, you'll start at a certain light capacity already. And in order to level up, you need to do the most recent stuff. So 
while it is a game that you can't really start from the beginning, you can still pick it up at any point and get to where you need to be to be able to do everything that's available as of right now. You just are going to have to grind. Heard. You know, since this one came out, and even with Destiny 1, even though it's a free game for Destiny 2, I have never played it. Man, you should, dude. I think you'd enjoy it. I may. I probably would, but I don't know. I get lost into some of the games I'm playing right now. Well, I have over 1,200 hours in this game on my Xbox, and I have over 200 hours on my PC. So I've put in put in some time on this game. You've got some time dedicated. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there's two of the games, and I know, like I said, Seth and Aaron had one together, but uh, Seth, you didn't get to start, or you haven't got to share an original one yet since Aaron stole yours, I will say. What uh, What is your next one on your, li- on your list? Well, I will 100% agree that Aaron stole mine because – I'm definitely the Borderlands fan here. Yeah, I'm, you a, are. I'm, you I'm are. low key. I'm a little shocked that Aaron said Borderlands because I you know what was thinking that Seth was gonna. So I, I didn't think that I Aaron was gonna put that on his and list. I was like, man, it is definitely one of my games though to go back and replay. And you oh, know, it's a Seth, great time. Seth and I have definitely talked about Borderlands, and I think we've talked about it more off the air than on the air. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely need to play with Aaron. I, I don't know how to make that happen. But, we'll figure uh, it out somehow. Is it not cross-platform? It It is it is now cross-platform, except for PlayStation, because PlayStation doesn't oh, that's want right. to be friends with you. anybody else. I remember you saying that. they're punks that don't want anybody else at their table. Dude, so, man, so, that would be a cool game for the three of us to play whenever PlayStation uh, opens up and lets that happen. That would be fun. So here's... Here is a way, and it's a very long, drowned-out way. Maybe you want to cut this off the air. I don't know. Um, If you set up your own PlayStation uh, Now account, and then right now Borderlands 3 is available on PlayStation Now. So you could download it to the PlayStation, and then you could play it under your own name, and then I could play on mine, and we could play together. Yeah, but that still doesn't get chat in. That doesn't get Chad. Well, okay, so there is a way. Um, If Chad also does a free trial for PlayStation Now, he can actually boot up PlayStation Now on a PC and play from a PC. Hmm. Did not know I could do that. Yeah, so you could play. Right now, there's God of War is on there. The new God of War is on there. Borderlands 3 is on there. Um, Farming Simulator 2019 is on there if you wanted to do that. Um, <laughs> Neo's on there. All the songs. I wonder how well it. it plays on a PC, because it'd be like a streaming service, so to speak, right? Or do you actually yeah, download I the game? I it may be a <clears throat> streaming. I, you can download it if it's on the PlayStation. I don't know if you can download it if it's on your uh, PC or desktop. But I do hmm. know that it's, it is an option to do it that way. It's streaming. Okay, so yeah. it would be streaming. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I would suggest that. That'd be yeah, it might <laughs> might be slow, but it would be fun Maybe to play. That could be a if we could ever get a game like that. Or Borderlands, that would be a fun podcast episode, like a live podcast of us playing through Borderlands from the beginning and seeing how far we can get in three hours or whatever. Ooh, good one. Okay, that does sound like we'll, we'll we'll figure out a game that we can do that with. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cool. So moving on to my next game, which I'm glad that you give me the opportunity to go ahead and list one because I'm going to stay in the same vein, but I'm going to jump around a little bit. I'm assuming we're not going in order because if we were going in order, this would be my first and my last or whatever it'd be my top game for replayability and that is diablo because i don't care how much you play that game you can always go back and play it again but it's a lot of the same reasons that i had with borderlands 
It's a much a, a very much a looter. There's not a whole lot of missions in it, but you can go back and replay the same missions over and over again to get better weapons and continue the same fights. And like Aaron said before, there's a lot of different characters. Just like in Borderlands, there's a lot of different uh, characters within Diablo 3 that you can choose. I always end up as a demon hunter because I like ranged weapons and I always want my crossbow. But nonetheless, every one of my demon hunters are different because they have different weapons that they've looted and different armor. And it's just a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to, as much as I alluded before, to Diablo 2 Resurrected coming out in the next few days for early access so that we can check that out and see how that's shaping up for do you know how do you get the early access? Do you have to pre-order the game, or is there like a just apply yeah, for it or what? You have to pre-order it or have the Prime Evil access. But uh, next weekend there's going to be open access. So actually, probably the weekend this drops, there's going to be open access, so anybody can jump in open beta. Ooh. Nice. Okay. You know, I didn't even think about Diablo, but I 100% agree with you. That is definitely one of the ones that you could go back and replay. I played a lot more Diablo three than one and two, but I am extremely excited for two remake to come out. Um, three, I was always the monk. So I was the healing class. I, I think I started off oh. as like the demon hunter, but with a cross with the uh, dual um, crossbows, but I ended up going to being, uh, um, being the monk. He gets a little tanky when you get him up there too. Yeah, he does. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The story to it is fun. Like you said, it's not like it, there's a lot of missions, but you can definitely get your character really high up there. And this is a game that I had. I had friends. I had my sister that I used to play with as well. And it was also a lot of fun because I think when I used to play three, the level cap was, was 60. And that was when it first oh, came wow. out. So it may, be, it may be a lot higher right now, but it was 60 back then. And I had each and every character all the way up to 60. So I, gotcha. I had some hours sunk into that game. Yeah, I've never played them, and I, I know I've said that already, but uh, I I've think always you would been enjoy it. And I have, I have a lot of friends, not counting you guys, that have loved it. I've been like, Chad, how have you never played Diablo? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really have a reason why I never played, but um, yeah, a lot, I know a lot of people that I respect their video game um, acumen, uh, I say they love this game, so it might be something worth... I, 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 well, I'll definitely look into the free open beta whenever that happens. Maybe I'll get down on that and try it out. Give it at least. Or the I test probably run. should, right? You should at least give it the test run. Mm, nice, yeah, I will. So, is there a Diablo that you specifically like the most, Seth, or is it just the general all three of them? Well, it's a, you know full disclosure. I've never, I've only played Diablo three. Uh, oh, okay. Diablo one and two came out as I was but a child. And uh, I remember in Tips and Tricks magazine seeing the uh, Diablo, uh, which the box art for Diablo 2 was that skull Diablo with the robe and the the yeah mm-hmm. broken hole in the head. So that always, uh, as a young child, that uh, looked a little creepy for me. <laughs> and, uh, was a little outside of the bounds of my uh, good Southern household. So, uh, you know, I, I got in Diablo three in college and, um, had a ton of fun with it. I've played no telling how many hours of it since. And so I'm really looking forward to this opportunity to go back and play Diablo two in its remade form where it's a little bit more like the Diablo three we've all come to love. Uh, so Diablo two, one and two did not make it into my parents' household, but it was definitely my friend's household. So I played a lot of it over there. Um, 
Understood. Even though Seth and I are the same age, <laughs> I was definitely like a nine-year-old little kid going over to my friend's house and playing this. Um, it was my first introduction into what it looks like when somebody hacks a video game. <laughs> I did not hack it. My friend didn't hack it, but it was like my first time playing a game and having it be PvP and having hackers come into the room and just demolish you by walking onto the same page as you. And yeah. There were people that got it so that all they had to do was step onto your screen and instantly died. Oh, wow. So hopefully, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And I mean, like their characters just glowed. They look like a beam of light. It was it was messed up. Dang. Hackers back in uh, early 2000s. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were worse back then. Yeah, they were. Because the yeah, ones well, that hopefully... back then actually knew how to hack the game, not downloading hacks. Yeah, true. Well, hopefully they don't have that on this, and it's been, you know, uh, it's it'll have anti-cheat or some kind of non-hacking option in there. I don't know. But a game like that is also made to be modded, though, right? Isn't, like, just like Elder Scrolls Online and all that kind of stuff, isn't there mods for this game, probably? No, no. absolutely no. not. No, Blizzard does not allow their stuff to be, to be done that way. You do not gotcha. tweak their characters. They tell you how you can look. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, so we got Borderlands, we got Destiny, we got Diablo. Um, Aaron, would you like to go next, or do you want me to share mine? Why don't you share yours, and I'll then I'll do mine. Okay. Um, well, this one is a game that I don't know if a lot of people have actually played. Um, I talk about it often, but for me, it, it's a game that I don't know many people that play it, and that's Sea of Thieves. I've been playing Sea of Thieves since it launched um, on Xbox, and now it's if you have Game Pass, it's on there for your free enjoyment with that subscription, um, which is how I play it now. But on the Xbox, I had purchased this game and I've been playing since it launched. And honestly, it's it's slow. And I say it's slow compared to everything else I play because it really is a lot slower paced than a lot of the other games I play. But it's just a game that you, if you don't have anything to do or you want to do something fun, um, you can go in there and replay this game. All the missions are new basically every time. I've never had like a repeat mission, so to speak. Now the missions are repeatable in the sense that, you know, you have to go to an island, follow a map, dig for the treasure and get the treasure or go to an island, kill a skeleton captain and get that treasure. So a lot of the stuff is, you know, that in that vein repeatable, but the adventure is always different because sometimes you'll be adventuring and you'll come across a Kraken um, on the ocean or sometimes you'll get a Megalodon or you know, now since the Jack Sparrow update, they've added a whole new set of villains. Um, so on top of just fighting skeletons, there's there's phantoms, there's sea creatures now that you're fighting. There's mermaids that you can fight in the water when you try to, you know, loot a, a shipwreck. Um, and that's a game that I've just always enjoyed. It is like I said, it's relaxing. It's slower paced. Um, there is the PVP aspect where if you see another ship on the seas, you can go ahead and attack them if you want and try to ruin his day. Um, and that's always fun. Um, it's not fun when you're playing by yourself or with another person on a sloop and a player galleon comes up with four people and just wreck you and take all your loot. But that's the cool thing. Like if you are someone that wants to get thirsty in a game, you can get thirsty in this game because, um, you can get on a ship and you can go hunt other ships and you can, you can sink them. You can kill the, um, the other, the other players and take all their loot, which is, another fun aspect of, of this open world game. And there's, I don't even know how many islands you can loot. 
Um, there's treasure on all the islands, you know, and there's missions you can do. And there's tall tales, which are like sea adventures. And that's, you know, those are like story storylines type stuff. So it's a game I've always enjoyed. And um, I think that, you know, there's not really a starting point, so to speak, because every game starts you on a, on a different island. You never start in the same spot. And there's there's a tutorial you can do and follow, which has basically, I don't know, 15, 15 minute tutorial shows you how to get get rolling on stuff but there's not like a a starting point you always level up every ship you start with is empty and you got to loot for your food and your cannonballs and your wood to repair the ship and all that kind of stuff so but it's a game that I've always enjoyed for the last few years and it's a game that um, my kids have enjoyed watching me play so it's definitely something that hopefully that you know once they get more into console gaming and uh, maybe get them off Fortnite a little bit they'll be able to play that with me because it's definitely a game I think you could play with your children because there's nothing there's no there's no vulgarity no bad things in it you can get drunk off the grog on the ship but you know besides that I mean that's what a pirate is right you know <laughs> just realistic. but besides that I, yeah besides besides that there's nothing in the game that would be questionable to be able to you know to play with a youngster and uh, yeah it's it's a lot of fun good change of pace if you're running in Verdansk all day long or just, you know, shooting people all day. It's a good change of pace, and I love it. Nice. Yeah, you're definitely in a lot for the uh, for this game, so I definitely understand you picking this one. It does sound really cool, though. I would love to get Yeah, but it, it also, I mean, it's also a game that, I, like I said, I've been playing since launch. I just don't play it as much, but it's it's one of those games that since launch, I've always still gone back and played. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, definitely especially with the Jack Sparrow update. We've talked about most Disney fans here, so if I could get my hands on that, that would be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, it's PC and Xbox only. Yeah, maybe maybe one day it'll make the jump. It'll sail I'm on surprised. over PlayStation. I guess it, it. I think it was made by Microsoft, and that's going to be the problem with that. Oh, gotcha. Well, Phil Spencer likes to share the love, so if anyone's going to send it over, he's all about everyone we've, getting to play. We've been talking about a lot of like looting type of games, though, you know? It, is that like just the general consensus of of this topic is games where you can loot and get get uh, new gear, get new you know treasure or weapons or whatever? Is I mean, I mean, I think that it adds a little bit of uncertainty into it, and that's why it's always fun. It's kind of a gamble. Looting is yeah, a gamble, I, and I think that's why. I think, I think that's what's funny is uh, we're talking about the games that uh, we can replay the most, but really we're picking games that have aspects of which aren't exactly the same replay well i'll give you one that's a little different then um oh my next one's way different i mean i don't i got okay so i got i technically have three more i can scratch one of them but my next one here is going to be bloodborne or any of the from software games so it is a rpg style game where you get to create your character from scratch that goes through the full character customization and the way that you scale your character, it will completely change the way that you play the game. Do you want to be a spellcaster all the way through if you're playing Demon Souls? Or do you want to play as the heavy hitting axe slinger inside of Bloody Bloodborne? So it, it feels like a very different game as you continue to play through it. I mean, as the bosses are always exactly the same, but a lot of times, depending on the From Software game, even though the storyline is somewhat linear, you don't always have to go to the same bosses or the same areas in the same order. So you really can't play these games the way that you want to play. Um, areas are only blocked off 
by beating a boss in very few instances. So there's not a whole lot of times where like you have to beat this boss in order to reach this next area. Sometimes you can just go straight for that area if you really wanted to. Um, so it adds in a lot of fun. I know neither of you guys have played it. Seth, you could play Bloodborne. You got access to it. <laughs> good. That sounds but, like a very uh, good, stressful, not fun time. <laughs> it is one of those games that starting off is stressful, but once you actually get going with it, it's a very rewarding and very fun game. But um, I feel like they almost have like a cult-like status for their fandoms of them because it doesn't have like the biggest fandoms in the world, but the people who do, do love these games are kind of diehard ones, but... Yeah, you get to uh, customize your character. There's not really too much loot. There is loot in the game. You can find certain ones, depending on the game that you're playing. Um, you can find certain weapons and armor off of enemies that you defeat. But for the most part in these ones, um, you'll find the armors in various places of the world. Or like certain weapons, you have to go to very specific areas of certain maps in order to find it. Um, but also, depending on the game, so D Dark Souls one which is the one that chad just got is almost open world-esque all the areas are very connected but there's no uh like portals that will just take you to like this level or this level you actually have to walk to all those different areas um no but... fast travel no <laughs> <laughs> no none of that but i mean you uh you don't really need to the areas that you're in you just know like this is where i need to be at the moment um, very rarely will you find yourself wishing that you could go back to a certain area. Um, but I have seen some people in some of these groups that have actually like written theses on the interconnectivity of the maps of these worlds. So for instance, on Bloodborne, when you're standing inside of the city and you're looking at all the buildings and the difference, everything that you can see on the map connects. So at some point in the game, you can actually go to the buildings off in the distance and the whole map is actually connected. Um, hmm. And then you could be like really late in the game and then all of a sudden you go through like a sewer and then you come out of like the top of the sewer and then you're right back into where you started the game. So it loops it all back into each other. That's so, interesting. Is no that, fast travel, but they all do is that in good ways. When you, if you were to loop back to the beginning of the game, is that how the game is supposed to be played? Or would you have to travel all the way back to where you were? to continue on no that's how it's supposed to be played so in in the instance of bloodborne when you do um so you start off inside of uh, a clinic it's called a sophist clinic and basically the person who was taking care of you you wake up in this world and then there's a werewolf that either kills you or you can get past depending on how you play the game um and inside of the clinic is this woman who you can't see from where you are but if you loop around the world and then come back the backside you can actually get onto the rooftop of the um building and then you can drop in and see her or fight her depending on what you choose to do and she hmm. could be a boss she could be an optional boss in the game i didn't actually kill her in the one that i did but there is the option to doing it hmm. yeah i do have that game they are very I in could. depth it, it is interesting i mean to be honest with you i feel like you guys would get very uh frustrated with it <laughs> very quickly um maybe if you ever decide to play it i would walk you through at least the beginning part of it because even are you are you saying my so gaming much, is no simple? because it's one of those things that <laughs> you will be beating your head against the wall and that's how the game kind of intends for you to start off it, it's like a weed out the week kind of thing um so in bloodborne alone you start off with no weapons 
at all, and then they throw you into a room with a werewolf that wants to kill you. Um, if you die, then you go to this place called the Hunter's Dream, which is like your hub world in that game. Um, and that's also where you level up your character, you level up your weapons, and all that other stuff. But you, there are spots on the ground where you will pick up your first weapon, and if you don't know that they're there and you just go back into the world, you go back into the world with no weapon again. Mm. And things will just continue to kill you. But that's one of those games where you just die all the time, basically, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, my last playthrough of Bloodborne, I got through the majority of the game with only dying a couple times. So it's you die because of your own faults, and that's kind of the way that the game is made. So as you play through it, if you don't understand the mechanics of the boss, because all the bosses can kill you in like two or three hits, um, but once you learn all their movements, then it becomes a lot easier. So it's kind gotcha. of a a test and patience kind of game. Gotcha. One day I will get you guys to play these games. At least one of them. We have to. <laughs> Seth looks like he has no interest in ever picking you up. It's an RPG. You get to customize your character, roll your stats. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm 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 checking it out. You know? <laughs> I'm looking at Dark Souls Remastered for the PC. I'm thinking about it. I'm playing that one right now. Chad got it. He can play it. <laughs> All right, Seth, what's your next one? All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw us into left field, and I'm gonna say this is the most replayed game of all time, and it is the best game to replay. And that's Super Mario Brothers All Stars. Okay. Mm, okay. I'm with you. Talk about yeah. a game that I have played and played and played and started over and played and played and played. Something about Mario, he just never he never gets old. No, he's just a fat, jolly little plumber. Yep. And and he runs and runs and runs, and he never loses weight, and he's just like me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I have the same feeling. I, I understand you, Mario. No matter how so, much so you we run have or that, work out. We have that interconnection. And so uh, Super Mario has got to be one of the most replayable games ever. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I feel like there's no reason... Everyone, when they see a Mario game, is going to pick it up and want to play it. Even people yeah. who are not big gamers will want to pick up a Mario game and play it. I mean, we enjoy Mario so much that I used to play it on my graphic calculator. Yeah, it wasn't Nintendo, but uh, it was definitely the Mario game. So, we all know that game. It was uh, it was like Wario, but not... <laughs> right. But if Wario was not actually a Nintendo character... See, I'm pretty sure I went to Walmart, <laughs> bought my graphing calculator, and before I took it to Algebra, I installed Mario on it. <laughs> I didn't know that you could do that, uh, to be you, honest. You were the hardest working kid in your class. At least as far Absolutely. as your teacher thought. Yep, I was constantly on my calculator. She wished I would learn stuff by hand, but it's like, no, teach. I got this calculator for a reason. <laughs> and look mean, at you now. Game. Look at you now. That's you do it. math for a living. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got look the same how, calculator in his pocket. Far he's, I was going to say, he still has that calculator. <laughs> no. He goes to work with it. I killed it. I killed it. I used it too much playing Mario. But Not. I agree. I mean, that Mario's. I mean, I. you can put any Mario in that. Any, any Mario's classic. I, I'll i play on the Switch every once in a while, the, the original Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers 3, all that. I mean, I think Mario alone should add in Mario Kart to that. <laughs> you know? Also true. Mario's, Mario's great. But um, I don't think he'll ever get old. Man, I don't know if you guys even want me to say this because it is a phone game 
And I know, you know, we don't normally talk about mobile games that much, but, and forgive me, but I've been playing stupid Candy Crush for years, man. <laughs> and I don't, I, I'll delete it off. It's not on my phone currently. I actually just removed it a couple days ago um, because I was spending too much time playing. But I don't know what it is about Candy Crush that I just go back and whenever I'm bored or something like that or laying in bed at night before I go to bed, I would try to bust out a few rounds of Candy Crush. I don't know. Do you guys have a mobile game that you've ever gone back to that much? But I've been, I remember getting Candy Crush when it first came out and it was like the hottest thing in the, on the, in the gaming, mobile gaming world at the time. And yeah, I still play it to this day. Yeah. Marvel Future Fight for me is that one. I never they got add, into that one. They add new characters in all of the time and they all have different skins and stuff that you can get for them. And there's so many ways to level them up and then change the character and make them unique to you that every once in a while I'll jump in and then I'll play it for a little bit. I think it's still on my phone. Yeah. Marvel Strike Force has been my mobile game that I have played since launch. And I think uh, Chris, when he was on for and filled in for me that one night, um, he talked about that with you guys, but I still uh, play that game a lot. But, and before that, I played a different Marvel game, Marvel War of Heroes, which is like a card-based Marvel game. It was kind of like Pokemon slash Magic the Gathering where you built a deck and you had to fight other people with the deck. But um, I've never played Future Fight because I was like, I knew I would get too obsessed with it. And I'm on my phone enough because I most of my work is on my phone for my wife's blog um, when I'm not on my computer. So I try not to have that many games on my phone because I don't want to be sitting on the couch instead of playing with the kids or something like that and being on, being on a game. So that's why I just deleted Candy Crush again, but I'll go back and get it back in the, in a little while. Not super soon, but yeah, Candy Crush is the game that I've played from the beginning and still play to this day. I didn't even think about mobile games when we were talking about this topic. So that's funny that you picked Candy Crush. Uh, yeah, that, well, I, I wasn't going to say Candy Crush. I have another game that I could, that I would, that I could say, um, which is more up my alley. Um, of what you guys would expect to hear from me, but I was like, well, can't you know, Seth Seth dropped uh, the Mario out there, and I was like, well, Mario's you know a classic game that everyone's been playing for years, and I mean, I'm sure everyone our age has probably played Candy Crush at least you know once or twice for a day or so because you know it's been out for so long. That's a game that almost a lot. I mean, I shouldn't say almost everybody, but a lot of people have probably played that game and know about it. I've actually never played Candy Crush. Oh wow! Okay. Well, hey. Well, keep it that way. <laughs> My wife. I'm not has. saying you should start. I'm. I, I mean, it's. Yeah. We just. It's, we just went down a dark alley. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I, I wasn't sure if I was going to say it, but then I was like, "Well, he brought up Mario. I'll bring up this. This is like my what's the what's the word? Uh, not kryptonite, but it's like your vice. <laughs> your yeah, yeah, just yeah. One of those one of those dumb games that I just pick up when I'm bored and play too much of, and probably shouldn't. <laughs> I will do. My very last game, and that is, I'll go ahead and say it, because nobody else has said it yet, and that is Hitman. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ses- are, you, are, you, are you joking? Are you joking? No, no, I am. You know what? I am dead serious, Hitman, because there are so many different ways that you can take care of your contract in that game that you can go back through, and it's like one big puzzle, and there's so many different ways that you can do it, and... It's fun to go through and figure out all the different weapons that you can utilize and how can you kill your target? Can you throw them off the side of the building? Can you bury them alive? Can you drown them? There's a whole different version, bunch of versions of it. And now that they have the option that you can add in one and two to connect to three and make it like all one big cohesive game. I haven't done that yet, but I know, I know Seth has, and that yeah, is, <laughs> that is uh, part of the reason 
will say that he hasn't actually finished it yet. But actually, maybe yep. he has. Seth, have you finished? Have you finished the game yet? You know, the other night, the other day, the Mando Bros weren't on, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play a game. I'm gonna play Hitman. And then I played a couple games of solos in Warzone. Yeah. <laughs> Some somehow when he boots up the PC and goes to click on Hitman, it pulls up Warzone instead. It's crazy, man. Like I don't know what happens. But yeah, no, I, I definitely see that. Honestly, I not just to troll you, but to troll you, I almost picked Hitman as one of my games. <laughs> um, because it is, it is a lot of fun, you know. And that's I I struggle with that a lot right now because. With limited game time, it's hard to pick what to play, you know, to pick priorities and what's going to take precedent during my limited game time. And so, uh, you know, Hitman is a game that I want to finish, but I just haven't had the the opportunity. Very yeah, nice. I'm I'm not going to add that to my list. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? That's okay. We don't have to agree with each other on everything on here, but Hitman is definitely standing on mine. I will stand firm to that. No, I mean, and that's the point of this topic, you know, when, like last week, you you said that a Pokemon was one and done, and I could have put Pokemon in tonight for myself, because I go back and play red, blue, or yellow at least once a year, and, you know, I could have, I could have added that myself if I wanted to, but, you know, it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, that is we the can, great thing about this topic, is, is it's a lot of games that uh, give people options of what they could play. Seth, do you want to finish yours off, or do you want me to go? So I have one more that I'm going to throw in because of Borderlands. It was kind of my honorable mention, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw it in there. And that is the reason that I first got into uh, building a PC, and that's StarCraft II. Uh, I, knew you, I knew you were going to say that game. I should have texted you ahead of time or told the group. I knew that this game was going to be on your list. Um, regardless of how many years it's been, I mean, it was 2011, 2010 when StarCraft II came out. And, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, it was at least 2010. And um, regardless of how long it's been out, I still go back and play it. And it's still the first game I install whenever uh, I build a computer or anything. Because uh, it, again, it's it, it's what got me into PC gaming in the first place. It's what made me build a PC. And, um, you know, the game, the campaign itself, while it's the same thing over and over again, it's still a lot of fun to replay over and over again. And then there's a few base building type mini games and and you can play against bots if you don't want to play multiplayer you can always go back into it it's it's a ton of fun i i find it very disappointing that y'all have not had the pleasure no i haven't gotten to play it <laughs> no yeah i've never played it either it does seem like that's right up your alley though but it's also free to play so you really have okay. no excuse that's and your true. potato your potato quality pc could uh definitely play it <laughs> okay maybe maybe i'll look into it if it's free to play and i can put it on this thing then i mean i was playing it on my 2009 macbook and it was playing well and then i built a pc so that i could play it have better an excuse to build a pc <laughs> so <laughs> play it better than you were doing on your macbook in the first place but uh, it does not take much 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 uh processing power to play it okay that's good to know isn't it like an age of empire style game uh yes maybe yes it's a real-time strategy game oh so like halo wars and uh something like that uh so you build a base i haven't played halo wars but you build a base say, how are you going to halo wars not and, civilization uh, or something like that so did you ever play classic warcraft no 
not World of Warcraft, but Classic War. No. Okay, so basically it's a resource gathering and then building game. So you gather minerals and gas, and with that minerals and gas, you build an army and build different barracks and such until you can demolish the other team. Okay, yeah, so it's like Age of Empires. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's a ton cool. of fun. Nice. I love those type of games, to be honest. You should play. We can play. There was duos. a Star Wars one like that back in the day. Do you guys remember that one? No. It was, it was it was a Star Wars one that was exactly like Age of Empires. Hmm. And you could be Wookiees, Ewoks, um, a couple other races, and then Rebel Alliance, Imperial, all that kind of stuff. It was a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, no, that's I I love that type of game. I've never played it, but if it's free, I'm I'm always down to try a free game. Is so, it on it's on Blizzard, right? Yep, on Battle.net. Cool. Well, I guess that brings me to my final final game and the final of the game of the night which you know i'll make up for the candy crush comment and uh go back to something that all the listeners will know and expect me to say and that is halo halo whether it's one two three four five odst whatever the a master chief collection i have always played halo since it's come out i've loved it it is the game that me and my college buddies will get together and play you know we've been playing it a little bit frequently i've been trying to stream some but it's also a game that we play off stream a lot if we're you know it's one of the games that i will play off stream um frequently and yeah i can't wait for the new one obviously but uh halo is definitely a game that i have played i've played the campaign multiple times throughout my my life and i plan on going through all the campaigns before halo 5 comes out so i'm probably gonna be starting those in the next month but i know that that is a game that uh can't wait yeah no that's a game especially with the master chief collection now that's a game that I always keep installed and will go play through or play some multiplayer. And obviously the storyline is not any different anytime you go through. You know, it's the same. But at the same time, the multiplayer aspect is what keeps people coming back for Halo. And Halo's had good stories, though. They've had good good campaigns. Some of them have been weaker than others, but they've had overall a good campaign strength um, throughout their years. And... Multiplayer obviously has changed over the years as well, but it's still a game that, I mean, with the Master Chief Collection, people still go back and play Halo 1. Halo 1 was released on the original Xbox. Um, So, I mean, it's a game that has stood the test of time, at least in my eyes, and a game that I don't see myself ever not playing anymore. Yep, Halo is is another one that is definitely always replayable, and I kind of feel like it's a lot like StarCraft in the fact that There's a lot of different campaigns within it, and there's a lot of different multiplayer options, uh, and it's just enough of everything to keep it exciting and to keep it fresh. Yeah. Now, Aaron, you've never gotten to play Halo, have you? I have played about 15 minutes of the first level (laughs) of the first game. (laughs) When you were a youngster? When I was a youngster. Yeah, that was back when it first came out. Well, hopefully one day you'll be able to play I would say that. The best. Although I did know what the warthog was earlier, so I feel like I deserve. <laughs> well, we'll give you some kudos. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, guys, uh, any other games you want to add as an honorable mention or anything like that that you think the listeners would love to hear? I know that we've hit what eight or nine games um, with tonight's topic, which was a little bit more than we did last week with the games we don't ever want to play again. Would you guys I say mean, that there are more games that you'll play? I, I haven't more of than not play more of you know what i'm saying did i did i phrase that right i haven't said the one game that you were all expecting me to say red dead 
Skyrim. <laughs> Actually, I was waiting for Skyrim that. Skyrim. It almost is made my hugely list. replayable. It almost made my list. I mean, yeah, Skyrim is hugely replayable just because of the character choices. Oh, it's replayable. Like again, I am boring. I always play as a wood elf or an imperial. I'm boring. <laughs> I always play as a stealthy archer. I'm boring. But <laughs> the differences in the alchemy and blacksmith and all those things that you can do Lock is picking, what makes yeah. it replayable for me. I mean, yeah, I agree. And I, there's what eight or nine different race classes that you can pick and stuff like that too, as well. So I mean. Yeah. You really yep. could go play that game through, and that that's a game that I agree is very highly replayable, but it's also a game that I can't go back and play so much just because of how long it is, you know? It's starting from the beginning of those games, it just takes a long time, and um, I mean, I agree that it's highly replayable, but I don't know if that's a game that I would pick up from scratch right now. But yeah, no, I, I, I think that would be a good honorable mention. I think a lot of people would agree too. Now, if you play Elder Scrolls Online, which is in the same vein as that, I guess that would keep the replayability very high because of all the stuff they update on that game um, pretty frequently from what, you know, over the years. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up tonight's topic of games that we feel are highly replayable, from whether from the beginning or playing a new character playthrough or just picking up a multiplayer game that we've played for a long time like Halo. Um, I think you guys uh, listening would definitely agree with some of these games. If you don't, or if you do, let us know in our in our Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you on there. Again, um, this is another topic that we want to hear feedback from you guys. What are your games that you go to all the time and that you'll play for years and years to come? Um, that being said, make sure you uh, you come follow us on Facebook at the E3M Gaming Podcast and then join our Facebook group, the E3M Gamers. We would really appreciate that as our community is growing and becoming more vocal and active in our Facebook group with uh, topics that we're talking about and things like that. And as again, again, we would ask that you would give us a five-star rating on anywhere you listen to podcasts at, uh, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google, um, Spotify, whatever it may be. Uh, we would love that, and that helps us reach more um, a broader audience by having higher reviews. Um, but with that being said, Seth, um, what are you playing for the rest of the week until we meet again? Yeah, man, I'm sure I'll be back in a war zone to uh, pick up some season five action. Uh, definitely looking forward to that double agent mode. I'm not sure if that drops immediately or mid season, but uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, definitely looking forward to the Diablo two early access. I haven't pre-ordered the game yet, but I'm probably going to just get into that. And uh, yeah, uh, maybe I'll get into some Hitman this week. So uh, yeah, that should be my weekend gaming. Nice. Aaron, what are you going to be playing? Oh, I'm going to continue playing some Red Dead. You know, um, I got to. Arthur Morgan and I have to figure out what his story is doing. Nice. Um, his story is typically the same. You go to saloon to saloon to saloon, picking bar fights, getting drunk, and hunting. I haven't actually hunting, done that yet. Hunting so wabbits. You know what? And I haven't done a whole lot of hunting yet, so I'm still trying to figure out what. Oh, really? I've, I, I enjoyed going on the legendary hunts for those animals. That was fun. No, I haven't done that yet. So, so is the main point to like go on these legendary hunts and then bring their carcasses back to your camper? Um, you turn the carcasses into somebody. I forget. You take them to the tanner and turn it into hides or what have you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or you might be able to sell pieces on certain interested buyers. The biggest thing is with the legendary hunts, you have to be true to your shot so you don't damage the pelt too much. Right. Because that'll give you a lower score and lower coinage. Cool. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. I actually have that installed on my computer. 
um, I was looking at, I was cleaning up some space and I saw that I didn't have a desktop app um, uh, thing for it. And I was like, oh, Red Dead's installed on my computer. I did not know that. So it's there. I could play if I wanted to. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be playing a lot of Destiny 2 because the season ends in two weeks and I've got a, quite a few things I need to finish up before the season ends so I can get all the titles and triumphs and all that kind of stuff done. Um, I might get into some Warzone. I don't know. I'm not buying the Battle Pass, but I'll definitely... I know I have a night where some people have asked me to come play with them, so I'll probably be on there one or two nights in the next week. But um, I'm going to be playing, uh, oh, Fortnite, because Superman just got launched today, so I can get a Superman skin in Fortnite. i got to get him. He is a free update. Gamora comes out tomorrow um, on on Fortnite, if you like that. Nice. But yeah, no, I'm, I'll stick to my normal games right now. Um, we played Sea of Thieves the other night for about four or five hours. Probably do that again on Sunday, I think. So yeah, I'm going to see a thieves destiny and Fortnite will definitely be games. I play. I don't know. I'm sure I'll play Warzone, Like I said, but I just don't know when, um, or how much, but I'm trying to stick to my guns and also broaden my stream out a little bit and reach new, new viewers by playing some other games. Hopefully that works. But yeah, no, I have a, I have an easy week of work. Um, so I don't, I'll probably get a good amount of gaming in this week. Awesome. Yeah. But guys, uh, thanks for uh, talking tonight. I appreciate all your your insights on the games that you love and games that you'll play, you know, a lot of. And I look forward to uh, talking to you guys next week. Uh, until then, have a good have a good week and weekend. We'll see you later. Have a good night. Later, guys.